Hello everybody, it is Super Dummy Paul here with something a little bit different today. So I'm proud to announce a new show, some of you may have already seen it, A Dummy's Guide to Geekdom. So this is an advancement on the old Superheroes for Dummies episodes we used to do. And this will hopefully cover pretty much everything within geek culture. So if it's a comic book character, TV show, movie, video game, hopefully we will get around to covering it. Real basic beginner's stuff just to get people up to date. We've already got loads of great episodes with some people that you already know. More episodes that I'm in conversations about. There's going to be loads to come. So be sure to subscribe. A Dummy's Guide to Geekdom. Or go to superdummy.co.uk slash geekguide. And all the episodes will be there and all the ways that you can subscribe. So make sure you go and search out the feed. So today I'm going to share with you the latest episode from that feed. It is with Spider Dan from Spider Dan and the Secret Balls. And in celebration of Black Adam coming out, he joined me to basically say who on earth is Black Adam. So whether or not you're looking to see the film and you just want to have a bit of a refresher as to what you might be able to expect, or if you have absolutely no interest in seeing the film at all and you just want to have a vague idea what it's about, what everyone's nattering on about, then this should help you out. So yeah, have a listen, let us know what you think and make sure you go and subscribe to the feed right now. Welcome to A Dummy's Guide to Geekdom, the show that tries to give everyone a crash course on geek culture. Whether you're trying to understand some trends, know enough to start a conversation with a friend, or you just want to know what someone is talking about, we are here for you. I am your super dummy, Paul, and I am joined by Mr. Spider Dan. How are you, sir? I'm very good. Thank you again for having me on. I'm really looking forward to uh, getting stuck into some... uh, DC Comics lore today um, with our discussion. Um, but yeah, thank you very much again for welcoming me to your lovely show and have a meal. It is always a delight. And today, if all works out well and I've released this on the right day, will be Ooh. the release of a certain film. And I'm sure there are many people out there going, huh, what's this about? Um, Unless it's not coming out today and they've done a last minute change, in which case you're probably just sitting here thinking, what are they talking about? Um, But we're going to talk about Black Adam. Black Adam, yes. Mm. The arch nemesis and, depending on the interpretation, uh, anti-hero of the DC universe. Um, Yeah. Uh, Do you know much? Uh, Being the dummy you are, do you know much? (laughs) I saw this is the thing I think because different people have had different interpretations of Black Adam I've heard different like snippets of information and it kind of doesn't really make sense to me I know that it was like Shazam Captain Marvel whatever you want to call mm-hmm. him um mm-hmm. he was created many many years ago by Fawcett mm-hmm. and then moved mm-hmm. over to DC um but yeah other than that He's a bit of a baddie, possibly. You say moved over to DC. 
let's be honest. Let's be honest with it. They sued Fawcett Comics out of existence because <laughs> Captain Marvel had too much of a similarity to Superman. And that character, Shazam or Captain Marvel, Billy Batson, had much more popularity at that time. Mm. It was a much more popular character because it was obviously it's it plays into that um, you know, young men, young children wanted to be men powerful and that that kind of power fantasy. Yeah. Um, you know, instead of having like a little sidekick that you know, you may may or may not like, depending on your preferences. The kid was the hero, so it was a almost a proto Spider Man in a way. Um, mm, and I think that's, that's what that's what kids identified with and liked. And you know, they would run around shouting Shazam, hoping that they got struck by a lightning. And I'm sure some kids did. <laughs> they probably died. Um, well, there's anyway. a down. <laughs> there we go. Well, uh, talking about dark. Talking about dark, uh, dark ideas. So uh, let's talk about um, Black Adam. Uh, so Black Adam or Teth Adam, uh, from what I know, uh, I'm more of a Marvel guy, but I've, I've got I've got some knowledge. I like to think of the DC universe. I've certainly read more DC in recent years than than Marvel. You certainly know more than me. <laughs> uh, so so basically, he was the Wizard Shazam's first choice for a champion. So he bestowed um, the gifts of several gods to Black Adam, who was uh, an Egyptian slave, I think, in most interpretations. Um, And then what happens is, obviously, he's not bestowed the powers of the Greek gods because he's in ancient Egypt. So he's Mm. given uh, in a fictional country called Kandak, who will uh, who will be in the film as well and is a big part of who he is and his character and uh, and he basically has bestowed these gifts he overthrows the the emperor or pharaoh at the time mm. and then takes control and becomes cruel himself due to the 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 kind of uh, horrible conditions he was lived in grew up in and uh, you know has decided to very much become a kind of uh, a, a dictator himself you know he starts off as a hero but then obviously absolute power corrupts mm. and then you get black adam and obviously i know a lot of people complain about you know oh it's a black character so we're just going to put black in front of the name <laughs> and then that so it, it's not it's not that obviously it's he's he's called black adam because he's black-hearted you know he's evil he's you know right. it's, it's a dark version of that character who he is you know he is egyptian so he is you know a person of color but it's not like it's not like black panther for example but yeah. or something like that or you know black goliath if we want to go back all the way to the 1970s of marvel um you know there's, there's a lot of that you know kind of happening at that time unfortunately um but yeah, it's it's that's the idea of that character. He's a dark version of Shazam, you know, an evil version. And you know, that's usually a pretty good way of comic book. How we get comic book villains, we get an evil version of them. Mm. You know, you get you get Venom, you get Reverse Flash, you get you know Bizarro, you get a lot of these. You'll see as a kind of a dark mirror image of of the heroes. And usually, it's a pretty solid way of creating a. a a main antagonist for a hero i think um you know that's not always the case you know you know you get your batman and then you'll get a, a villain like humpty dumpty uh so uh yeah not always the, not always the dark mirror images um but but there you go 
Um, so yeah, and his he basically the wizard Shazam in most interpretations again. DC has a a, a religious reboot kind of thing where they're always changing ever so slightly yeah. uh with the details so um so it's basically shazam banishes him he either puts him in a talisman sends him into space puts him in another dimension and and in the original story it's the marvel family so so uh much like in the film uh captain marvel can distribute his powers to his relatives friends family whatever and he he does so and then um Black Adam comes back. He manages to escape his imprisonment, however that is. And they basically, tri- it's a bit like a Mr. Mixius Pitlick, uh, the Superman villain, where the basically the premise is you've got to get him to say his name or say it backwards. Or, right, you know, okay. that's his, you've got to kind of trick him into doing it. That's the only way to defeat him. So they do trick him into doing it. Unfortunately, because he's been in this form for so long, because he doesn't want to go back to being, you know, weak or a slave. Mm. When he does transform, he instantly ages five thousand years. Oh, oh. that's a so lot. That, yeah, that was his first. That was his first appearance. Much like the Joker, he was meant. He was just meant to be a one-off villain, but because of the popularity of the character, and again that dark mirror image, he comes. He comes back. They resurrect right. him. Um, you know, I think I think it's Doctor Savannah who is the villain in the film, the Shazam film, mm. who who resurrects him, and he's he's basically like, you know, Captain Marvel's Lex Luthor. He's a, a mad scientist, but he looks a he's a lot less attractive than Les, Lex Luthor. He's a bit of a gremlin looking guy. Um, nice. I did want to do a cosplay of him years ago, but I never <laughs> never got round to it. I was like I was like I'm good at these gremlin characters. Let's, let's meet Doctor Savannah. <laughs> He's obviously he's not that much of a gremlin in the film or in the new Fifty Two comics, which that film is heavily, heavily based off yeah. uh, the Jeff Johns run. the The big change that came with with Black Adam, I think, some people because um, of the pointy, he has pointy ears as well. And I think uh, in the late nineties, um, kind of early two thousands, Jeff Johns, David Goya, and James Robinson were writing a series called JSA, which is the Justice Society of America, mm. who are going to play a large role in this film. And okay. I think that's that's one of the main inspirations for the film. And uh, what happened there is they started slowly turning Black Adam into an anti-hero. So okay. he started, he took, he came back, he took over his country, started ruling his country with an iron fist. Um, but they kind of loved him for it as well. It's mm. kind of a, it's almost like a Doctor Doom type. So he's not, he's not necessarily all that bad, but he's not all that good either. And he, he is, um, you know, you know, like Homelander in, um, in the Boys. Have you yeah. watched the Boys? Uh, yeah. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but he's basically like, you know, he's exploding people's heads. He's murdering people. You know, um, he doesn't really give a fuck. Like there's, there's moments where. Black Adam will just turn up. A guy will attack him. He'll just rip rip his arms off. Oh, nice! Thank just you. or or there'll be a guy. There's a a scene. I, I would check out if you want to get a good um, feeling of this version of Black Adam, the anti-hero version of Black Adam. Mm. There was a series after Infinite Crisis called Fifty Two, and it was told weekly. It was a weekly comic over fifty two weeks, right. and and this shows kind of Black Adam taking over Khan Dark. He he meets the love of his life, and uh, there's various other kind of storylines within that. Um, but it basically the idea of Fifty Two was that 
uh, DC Comics made a huge time jump, uh, a year uh, time jump, and all the characters were in different things. And it was like uh, Hal Jordan was like uh, prisoner of war. Uh, okay. Oliver Queen was now the the mayor of um, Star City. Uh, Superman had disappeared for a year. So basically, Superman, Wonder Woman, and Batman disappeared for a year. They did. Nobody knew what happened. They just right. disappeared, and then they would come back in this um, one year later storyline, which occurred over all the books. So they could make these big radical changes, and then go back and and those would be told within the fifty-two comic book. Right. Okay. Uh, so very very briefly, like Superman loses his powers, and there's a replacement, all this sort of stuff. But I recommend that one if you want to get an idea of the the kind of anti-hero. I think it's it's a great it's a great run of comics anyway, um, and it it focuses on a lot of the more obscure heroes like Steel and um, the Elongated Man and loads of uh, Doctor Fate in the Question, uh, which I love because I, I'm like. I, I love those weird and obscure characters, and you can take more chances with those characters mm. storyline wise. Um, so I do recommend that that run particularly because um, JSA could be a bit continuity heavy for for new readers like yourself, like a super dummy. Um, yeah, you have to read like might... twenty years worth of stuff just to understand what's going on. Yeah, exactly. JSA are like you know they're the first superhero team date back to the forties, so it's probably not the easiest one to to jump on. Um, but there's again there's very various versions of Shazam and Black Adam that you can you can jump on as well. Like there's various tellings of his his origin, and and Black Adam is always a a big part of those. Um, you know, with Doctor Savannah and other characters as well. Um, but yeah, at this time where Jeff Johns and all those other writers were, you know, I know Jeff Johns is a bit problematic, but we're just going to talk about him very briefly. Don't worry, I'm not going to get into all that. Um, but uh, you know, we we get this change, and we get we see that the Justice Society kind of team up with him, and some members agree with what he's doing, some don't, and you know, Captain Marvel's there as well, and we slowly have this kind of anti-hero building up, and. Then they kind of, um, with the new fifty-two, another big reboot they did. Mm. They went. Jeff Johns went the opposite way with the character. So the Shazam storyline in the new fifty-two is basically just the movie, right? Okay. But Savannah takes the role of of Black Adam because obviously The Rock wants to portray this anti-hero type mm. storyline. Um, oh, by the way, the new fifty-two leads into a mini series called World War Three where all of the DC universe fight Black Adam because he just goes, spoilers for New 52, but he kind of just goes power mad. Um, he, he loses various family members, his wife, I think, and he just he fucking just goes insane. Uh, and every, uh, all of the DC universe and, and various countries after, I think he's slowly conquering like a neighboring country. I think it's um I can't can't remember one of the fictional Middle Eastern countries mm. in in the DC universe. Um and yeah, this World War Three miniseries is about that. I felt it was a bit disappointing, I'll be honest. But if you're looking for like Black Adam ripping like Frankenstein's arms off and, you know, squishing people's heads and, you know, just not giving a fuck. And I, I, I think because of the point he is, I think they try and turn him into a kind of Namor the Submariner type character, where he is a bit of an anti-hero. Okay. I don't know if that was intentional, but there is that about him where he's like, you know, one day could be on your side, the other day might not be. Yeah. So I don't know if that was an influence on the character as well. Um, but yeah, we get to this new 52 and the, and Jeff Gons goes, he's not going to be relatable. He's going to be pure fucking evil. And again, they play on the, the Egyptian slave angle and, 
And then basically Shazam the Wizard. Mm. I have to clarify that every time now because it's just like, <laughs> is he the wizard or is he the hero? Shazam the Wizard or the Wizard transforms him. Uh, well, doesn't transform. Uh, this is going to play in a little bit to the origin in the film as well from what I've seen. He, tra- he chooses his nephew as the champion. He doesn't choose Black Adam as the champion. He chooses okay. his nephew, and his nephew decides to share some of the power with uh, Black Adam, uh, Teth Adam, or whatever whatever word they, they want to use, and uh, whatever name they want to use. And they he decides that he needs to take all of that power in order to free his country from slavery. Right, okay. And the only way to do that is to kill his nephew. Nice. So, but in in this film, it looks like his nephew dies, but transfers the power to him, or his son. I think it's his son transfers the power of the champion to him in order to free everyone, and but again is corrupted. And mm. you know, I think I think the seven deadly sins come into that story as well, like they do in the Shazam film. But yeah, with the Shazam film, it's it's basically that story, but they again. A lot of it is just taken over by Savannah, who does play a role in that storyline in the comics anyway, um, and has the weird little eye and everything. But yeah, there's so so you see the the finale of the comic again, spoilers, but Shazam shares his power with his family. And and he he even tries to 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 make Black Adam stop by turning into a child. So you're not gonna hit you're not gonna hit a child. And he's like, I killed my nephew, mate. I don't give a shit about you. And he was a, he was a child, but then it, but then Shazam transfers all the power to them, and then again he it's the same it's the same it's quite consistent this this main origin of his demise he again t- transforms back. They convince him to transform back, or he decides to transform back, and then turns to dust. But then right. he's later resurrected. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting thing. I will say this: there was a there was a famous character as well who was basically his wife. Um, they, they she has appeared in other DC media as well and had her own TV show. Uh, unfortunately, she now shares the name with a terrorist group, so they don't kind of advertise right. that. <laughs> so she's called ISIS. Um, so. She, she made. I think she was in uh, the Legends of Tomorrow, but they didn't call her ISIS for obvious reasons. Mm. Um, they're like, let's let's introduce a Muslim superhero and call her ISIS. Maybe not. Maybe not. No. Um, not so I understand. That. Yeah, I understand why they didn't do that. Um, but she she plays a, a large role in in him and his storyline and his his power set and yeah. So uh, so she and she's in the New Fifty Two or a version of her is in the not the New Fifty Two the. 52 comic this right, gets okay. really confusing this They're is what, where really it gets good confusing. at this they're just really good at finding ways to confuse people <laughs> yeah because i don't know why it's 52 they're obsessed with this number because i think that's the first time they used it was in the 52 it's just called 52 right. series and then they changed and then when it became when they rebooted it was the new 52 because they have 52 titles mm. and then in the universe as well they've only got they obviously they it's not infinite it's not infinite Earths anymore? It's fifty-two Earths, right? Okay. Like there's only fifty-two because I think I think they every so often they expand and then retract their universe. DC yeah. almost knocked my coffee off the table. That was good. <gasps> um, no, nope, managed to save it. Managed to catch it. <laughs> I wanted to. I, I almost turned to dust right there. Uh, 
but um yeah there was um yeah there's 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 that going on so so the film looks like it's going to mix a lot of the the content the Shazam stuff from the movie the you know the the anti-hero type because i i think that's what that's what interested the rock about playing this fictional egyptian character right. from a fictional country um it's the anti-hero aspect to that character um i i think you know again jeff johns wanted to do something different when he did the new 52 so he's like i've done the anti-hero version so let's just do the pure evil black-hearted black adam version mm. so so yeah we get we get that and i think again all those kind of pieces are coming together um and again because he's from ancient egypt a lot of the other jsa characters have links to ancient egypt as well like okay. um like hawkman for example is a reincarnated egyptian prince or is he an alien i'm not going to get into him because that's <laughs> even even for someone who's an expert on hawkman it's very fucking confusing for for a very simple character who just goes around and hits people with a mace um, he has a very complicated kind of backstory um, and then uh, Doctor Fate as well is linked to ancient Egypt. Right, okay. I think in, in the G in the JSA comic, there's uh, Metamorpho as well is linked to ancient Egypt and Vandal Savage. There's a lot of kind of um, it ties into a lot of those kind of characters, so it makes sense to have the JSA in. And I think JSA are really kind of underrepresented because obviously the Justice League is the most popular mm. version of that, and they're very, 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 very similar. Um, but I just see it as like you've got X Men, you've got X Force, you've got X Factor, well, you've yeah, got very true. <laughs> Excalibur. You know, you've got you've got the New Mutants. It's, it's it's all it's. I don't I don't care. I'm like just show me some characters and do them justice, and I'm I'm a happy happy mm. man really. But yeah, and again and again, I said I don't know that much about Black Adam, but here we are. Yeah, <laughs> actually, was... quite a fair bit. That's quite a lot, especially considering it's uh, DC have done their wonderful thing of going back and forth so many times. It's, mm. I mean, that's kind of where my weird confusion has come from because some people have said, you know, yeah, he's a bit of an anti-hero. He helped his people. And other people have said, you know, he's a horrible little so-and-so who's ripping people to shreds mm. and kind of both are true depending on the time period that you look at. Yeah, exactly. And again, there's... there's um rumors that henry cavill may appear mm. in this there's a great little mini series called superman shazam uh which has the characters meeting for the first time teaming up fighting and obviously because of their courtroom battle they're obviously always battling in the comics because they're so comparable even yeah. in cartoons like justice league unlimited they had a massive fight and uh but i do like when they meet up and they interact and I like the differences and the similarities. There's a really good uh, DC animated short. It's about 30 minutes, 20 to 30 minutes, uh, DC showcase. And it's Superman Shazam, The Return of Black Adam, I think it's called. Okay. And and that basically is, again, the same origin of Black Adam. And I think it gives you everything you need to know about Shazam and everything you need to know about Black Adam in, you know, 20 to 30 minutes. You know, you don't need to watch the Shazam movie. It tells you everything you need to know and and plus it's got superman in it so so well, that's know, always good can't 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 hurt um but yeah he has made a lot of appearances a few appearances in cartoons like batman the brave and the bold and again that's a very that's that classic origin but with batman in it mm. um but yeah no it's um he's an interesting character i think he'll be they'll have there'll be unique stories and we, we've seen some of the clips of him just like throwing human beings like miles away and you know melting people so we're getting a 
a bit of that brutality and that extreme violence that the character has shown in the comics. So uh so it seems to be fairly fairly consistent with those two types of the character those two iterations of the character that I'm most familiar with anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see sort of how they take it further on like are they going to build onto this and maybe bring more characters in and sort of go down that storyline. Um do they just make him horrible? Who knows? Mm. It's going to be Well, I think I think that's what the yeah, that's what the question in the film is is can you be a hero or are you the villain and you know, I, I think I think that'll be a question throughout his cinematic journey, wherever that goes. Mm. Um, but the Rock is building him up to be. He keeps saying the the uh, the power in the DC universe is about to shift the power dynamic or something. So, so it's in, it'll be interesting if we get to a kind of a World War Three type storyline where it's everybody versus Black Adam, or yeah. maybe I don't know. Yeah. Maybe DC actually have a plan for their movies. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't go for, so far as that. <laughs> I think their plan is cancel everything, try and make some tax money back, and uh, and yeah, <laughs> not show anybody anything. Yeah. There's a, there's a rumor that it's like they want to stop all the diversity in the thing in the in their movies. They want to go back to the kind of the the main characters and the 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 white versions of it. I don't know how true that is. I also heard that they. They wanted to save ten million, uh, ten billion was it? Ten million, uh, but ten. I think it's more like ten billion, but they lost like twenty by oh. doing this. Uh, I think their stocks like massively dropped as well, and some yeah. other stuff. But yeah, it's. Yeah. Um, I d- I don't know. One day we'll we'll see if there's a plan. I've always said the worst thing about DC is it's owned by Warner Brothers. <laughs> Yeah. Like that's the that's the the biggest problem. But look at the animated stuff. I love I absolutely love all the animated things. Not all of them are perfect, but if if you're going to do a, a a live action universe, you've got your template right there. Yeah. Go go for that. Like yeah, that it's, works. It's crazy the the difference that all their animated stuff just gets held up as amazing and everything else is just like mm, it's like the opposite of opposite of Marvel because mm. I, I, even I love those Marvel films they brought out by with Lionsgate. They brought out a ton of animated movies, mm. and and I enjoyed those. Not they're not like I wouldn't say they're all amazing, but I I appreciated them for what they were. And again, it's that nice. I always find that animation is my favorite version of of a lot of the characters because it's that bridge between the comics and and mm. film. It's somewhere in the middle, which I think is probably the best place for a lot of these characters to be. Mm. Yeah. Uh, there you go. That's cool. So yeah, if people kind of want to know more, then you would suggest the showcase and maybe reading fifty two. Not new fifty two. Yeah. Fifty two. Yeah, n- yeah, fifty two, not new f- I, 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 you know what? Read both. Read fifty two and read new fifty two, Shazam. Um, because I think those are the two versions of the characters. And if you want to pick up some JSA as well, maybe if you're interested in that or some of the earlier Shazam stories, you can see a different version. But I think those are the two versions they'll they'll be going off of mostly. Cool. Perfect. Um, and I just because I like facts and figures, I'm just going to say mm. here that apparently the first appearance was in Marvel Family Number 1 in December 1945. That's how mm. old the character is. Pretty cool. Created by Otto Binder and C.C. Beck. Those are names you don't hear often enough these days. No, and they're great names as well. They I'd love it. I'd love the name. Like Otto Binder. What a great name. Yeah. 
But there you go. There you go. And it's uh, it's kind of a sh- it's kind of a shame as well. We're talking about them suing them out of existence, mm-hmm. and then DC were like, "Well, nobody else is nobody else is using this character, so we'll buy it." But then the problem was there again, very complicated. But Marvel were already using the Captain Marvel name, yeah. So, but they they were allowed to use. So they called the book the Power of Shazam, mm-hmm. and then within the book they could use the name Captain Marvel. But then obviously in recent years they're like. Can't put that on the book, so we're gonna have to call him Shazam, not the wizard, not, not the, wizard. the wizard. Yes, I, that may be an episode on its own. That whole saga about the the yeah. suing and the selling and the name changes and stuff, because that is even from what I know, that's yeah, all over the place. But yeah, for what we need today, uh, I think that about sums Black Adam up really to get you people to the movie. And we'll yeah. see what happens, really. Yeah. Uh, watch this space. If you do have any more questions, send it in. Details in the uh, in the old show notes. If you want to know more about any of the characters that Dan has mentioned, again, details in the show notes. If you would like to contact Dan and ask him lots and lots of questions, his contact details will also be in the show notes. Um, so, yeah, go harass him because he's lovely. Yes. yes, harass me. Yeah. <laughs> harass me because I'm lovely. Yeah, yeah exactly. please, please feel free to harass in <laughs> you know very nice ways, in only positive ways. Yes, only positive ways. Don't scream and shout at him. Don't call him names. Don't call him a <laughs> goblin unless he's cosplaying as a goblin. Yes, which I have done. Which I have done yeah. many a time. There you go. Dan, always a pleasure. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, thank you, Paul. And thank you, listener. Ta-ra!